Welcome to the Men of Iron podcast, equipping men for their mentorship journey. The purpose of the podcast is to provide you with discussion and practical advice to help you grow in your faith, family, friends, fitness, and finances. Thanks for listening. All right. What is up, world? It's Garrett Barbush here with Men of Iron. We've got episode 54. We're going to be talking about kingdom collaboration for mentorship. And we've got a guest today, Chris Rich, the VP of FCA Mid-Atlantic. I'll introduce him in just a second. I just want to take a moment to say if you have not checked out episodes 52 and 53, where we talk about what a mentor can do for you and also about the significance of mentorships being protege driven, please be sure to go back and take a listen. Those were some really good episodes with some great practical uh, advice and tips for how to make uh, mentorship a great tool in your life and how to get the best out of your mentor and mentors, how to get the best out of your mentorship. So let me introduce our guest today, Chris Rich. Chris, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Tell us your fancy job title. Tell yeah. us how important you are. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. It's great to uh, be with you, even though we're like right across town, but we can't be together. So it's uh, great to be with you and spend this time and, and really thankful to Men of Iron for this time uh, for us to be together. So yeah, I do. I've worked for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes for almost 10 years now. And I started in the state of Maryland and, and worked there for five. And then my wife and I moved to Lancaster County. And now I serve as the vice president of field ministry uh, for the Mid-Atlantic region which uh, encompasses Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, and Washington, D.C., and are now 215 staff. So it's an honor to be uh, able to serve with them. Um, you know, our focus is coaches and athletes, and, and we get up every morning thinking about um, introducing the person of Jesus to coaches and athletes. And so it's an exciting time in our ministry, and I uh, really appreciate being with you and, and this time together. Yeah, Chris, I, I've uh, kind of give our listeners and viewers a little bit of context. Chris and I are, are in a uh, CEO peer group together. We've gotten to know each other that way. Uh, got to meet Chris a couple years ago after he and his wife moved to the area. And one of the things I love, Chris, about FCA is, you know, you know we're always careful on kind of not watering down our message of mentorship and discipleship because, you know, we're men of iron and that's what we do. And we want this podcast to focus on that. But what you guys are doing with athletes and coaches is exactly that. And that's why I'm, I'm really excited to kind of talk through this kingdom collaboration concept today. And I will preface this for those of you uh, that are listening and watching that you may hear some things that are difficult to hear um, about the body of Christ working together. Um, it's, it's one of those things that I just haven't had a great uh, experience see that play out, Chris, especially when it comes to organizations like Men of Iron and uh, FCA Mid-Atlantic, for example, coming together and saying, hey, how, how, do we, how do we work together? I haven't had great experiences with that, you know, and, and that's why I'm excited for us to kind of talk through and, and allow our donors that are listening, allow our advocates that are listening to kind of hear what uh, we have done to kind of come to the table and have these hard conversations, right, about this. But before we do that, let's give some backstory uh, as far as how this all came about of how Men of Iron and, and FCA Mid-Atlantic did initially start this conversation. I'm going to go ahead and just open up to you to kind of give a little bit of background on what, what made this conversation initially take place in your mind. 
Yeah, it's interesting. You know, uh, we've had a mutual friend for a long time, and, and obviously I think he's a family member of yours. And, and uh, this guy, you know, he's kind of always talked to us about this idea of mentorship on the FCA side. And obviously he launches this thing called Men of Iron, and we've heard of it. And then you and I get connected about three years ago. But uh, most recently, you know, we've, we've been walking through this conversation. And, and, you know, for us, we've made a transformation as a ministry to really say that our ministry strategy is to and through the coach. Everything we do is to and through the coach. We consider the coach in all things. You know, we have these little catchy taglines that we do as a ministry. And, and then we put together these methods, you know, to say that we engage, equip, and we empower coaches. And so as we rolled that out about a year ago as a ministry, we began to roll out tools and resources for our staff. And, and immediately it clicked in my mind that what, what you guys are doing at Men of Iron helps us to um, – fulfill our vision. You know, if you look at our vision where it says to see the world transformed by Jesus Christ through the influence of coaches and athletes, you know, I kept thinking about that word influence. And, and that's what mentorship is. Mentorship is the opportunity for one man to influence another man and then vice versa. You know, we know that the protege oftentimes will influence the mentor as well or encourage them or spur them on in their faith. And so, you know, I stepped back and I started saying, well, what about coaches? You know, what about coaches that are out there on an island all by themselves at all levels, high school, middle school, college, uh, pros, um, who's walking alongside them? And then I, you know, I approached you guys and I said, hey, you know, uh, you guys have the tools. You know, I have right here on my desk your mentorship guide and some great pieces, but you have the tools and you've done the research and you've put together this incredible piece, you know, that you guys have done and all of your stuff. And and why would we try to reinvent that? Why would we try to recreate that? Yeah, there's some minor tweaks that might have to happen. And you and I have had a lot of those conversations. But, but the beauty of it is, is that this is not about FCA or about men of iron. And it never was for me and you. And that's what I loved about it early on is it was never about that. It was never about Garrett Barbush or Chris Rich. It was about, for us, coaches growing in their relationship with Christ through a mentor. And for you guys, that plays out as men mentoring other men. And it just fits hand in glove and, and, it, and it should be the way it works. And so I approached Brian and you and, and we sat down, we had a Zoom call, um, social distancing, we're doing our best, right? And, um, and we had a Zoom call and, you know, this is kind of where it leads us today, this idea of collaborating together to further the kingdom, not necessarily to further our own agenda or my kingdom, but to further the kingdom of God uh, on this earth. You know, and, and I do want to go back because there, there is a, like, people would maybe hear that and be like, oh, wow, what a great win for Men of Iron. Like, you guys have this resource now and this product that's going to get out there that Chris is helping you get out to his people. Yeah. But the, I think the win for us, you know, was that, is that we're, you, FCA, is helping us reach a, a niche group of men who actually – I think almost every one of our staffers and I know every single one of our board members has a heart for it. And, and that is the coach. I mean, we all have, uh, I'm just trying to think, I think every single board member has a coaching background uh, or they've got some sort of athletic background. So uh, Matt Culp, uh, he, he's involved with uh, played football in college, but also wrestled and played baseball uh, growing up, you've got Dave Zillig, who is a big lacrosse player, grew up in, in the Baltimore, Annapolis area, now lives in Tampa, uh, played played college lacrosse, was a college All-American, NCAA All-American, uh, Brian, NCAA All-American for wrestling, Steve Capaferi was an NCAA wrestling coach. So you, you've got all these coaches on our board and businessmen that understand the influence of a coach. And that's what excited me was that 
man, Chris, yeah, maybe we're doing you a favor, but you're doing us a huge favor by allowing us to really start to get this into the hands of men. Because I really do believe it's a coach that has a mentality that's going to take this and it's going to run with it. And that's why it's going to be so amazing because coaches know how to grab things and take responsibility and, and make things happen. You know, it's interesting, Garrett. That's the beauty of this whole thing is we think, as we think about the idea of collaborating, is it's a win-win. You know, for us, we now are going to watch coaches go deeper in relationship with other coaches that are going to push them in their relationship with Christ. For you guys, yeah, it's a win for Men of Iron. That's what we want. That's what kingdom collaboration should be about. But, but neither of us say that the most important thing is our win. You know, we say, hey, what's best is what's best for the kingdom. And that's, that's kind of what we work through. But we say all the time in our ministry and is that, you know, you coach the way you were coached. You know, you probably go to all those guys you just mentioned and you can say, okay, now as you coach, how do you coach? And then if you ask them why they coach that way, well, this is how my coach coached me. And I, I thrived under that. And isn't that, we live our life that way sometimes. We, we, we live the way it was modeled to us, whether it was a father or a father figure or a mentor in our life. And what we want to do is put those coaches in their life, put those mentors in their life that are pushing them in the right direction. Because we all know that, that we can lead people the wrong path all the time. And uh, many coaches that I've played for, I look back on my career and, and I played for a lot of coaches that I want nothing to do with coaching like them um, nowadays in my life with my little kids and coaching them. But, but if we can put people in place that are going to help them coach the right way, now we're having generational impact because now that coach is going to go impact the whole generation of athletes that are one day going to be coached. And so now we're talking multiple layers of impact in the life of a, of a man and then young men as well. And so we love it, man. It fires me up. I could talk about this stuff all day because it fires me up to think that two organizations can come together um, fit so well. And there's been hiccups. I don't want this to be painted with rose colored glasses. We've had to talk <laughs> through some hard things and, you know, what's this look like and what's that look like. But man, it, you know, we put those, like you said, logos and egos aside. Now we can begin to solve some of these problems. Yeah, that's, it's really good. And let's just, just a brief moment, Chris. I mean, we, we know there's power in collaboration. It's, it's a win for the kingdom, but I think our, our friend Vince Miller with Resolute, uh, he helped me understand what kingdom collaboration is and how it's defined. And he, I'll never forget, he said, listen, it, it takes logos and egos aside, but here's what has to happen is there's got to be a win-win-win. There's a win for the organization, there's a win for the other organization, and the kingdom wins. And if yeah. that doesn't happen, if you can't have that formula add up and make sense, then don't do it because it's going to do yeah. more damage than good. So I look at that win, win, win. Let's just explain, if you could, for the viewer and listener that might be chiming in here, that might be um, listening in, chime in for a second and explain what is the win, win, win in this situation? What are we doing? What, are, what is FCA's goal here in the vision um, with these mentorships and with Men of Iron? Yeah, as you can see, you can kind of see behind me on my wall, but we say all the time, every coach, every athlete. You know, it's our vision to see every coach come into a relationship with Jesus, have the opportunity to come into a relationship with Jesus, and then in turn, uh, multiply himself, you know, disciples making disciples. And so 
Um, for us, you know, the win, if I'm just talking FCA, the win is that we are going to watch this play out, you know, as one coach mentors another coach. Because our, our vision in this thing is not that our staff mentor another coach. Our staff are awesome, some of the best people in the world. But the beauty of it is when a coach mentors another coach, because they've been through it. They've lived um, that journey of the coaching profession. And so, you know, as one coach mentors another coach, and then the win for me is when that multiplies, that then that coach goes out and mentors another coach. And then we start to see this begin to take root and go out. Uh, and, the, and the coaching tree, you know, you hear about that all the time, coaching trees, right? Nick Saban has a coaching tree, all these guys that are everywhere. Well, I think one day God's going to ask coaches, hey, what's your coaching tree look like? You know, what's your tree look like? You know, how have you helped develop other coaches in other generations that are then going to uh, make a kingdom impact? And so for us, that's it right there. We believe that this is a great tool for our staff to put in the hands of coaches your guys' mentorship guide and, and your guys' stuff and, and be able to say, hey, this is the way you're going to mentor. Is we engage, equip, and empower you. We're engaging you. We're equipping you with these tools and the five Fs and, and those kinds of things to then empower you to go out and do the same in the lives of others. And so for us, as a multiplication principle, um, you know, the men of iron side, I, I look at it like this. This is why I presented it with you guys is, is um, I, I think it is, a, it is a, a, a win for men of iron in the sense that, um, so many men in the local church coach, you know, I, I walk through our local church and, and we get the opportunity to attend the same church Garrett. And, you know, I walk through and I'm always talking to guys that he's coaching his little seven year old football team for his son, you know, and it's so important to start that young in developing this. I've always said, you know, my wife tells me all the time, if my kids are going to play sports, I'm going to be coaching them because she doesn't trust anyone else. Right. And, and so, but that's so important because the coach is so influential in the life and, and like you said, you know, now we got guys in the business sector all over the world that are uh, just sports backgrounds and they've been coaching or coaching their kids. And we can give them another tool um, through this mentorship uh, for coaches. And that's what the partnership does. And now opens doors for men that maybe never would have thought about coaching in this way um, as, as we hopefully can present it to them. And then for the kingdom, man, it's easy. Like uh, every time God comes into a, a guy, a man comes into a personal relationship, you guys say it best, you know, it, it can transform families, communities, uh, the world. Um, one man coming into a personal relationship with Jesus, no matter the age, no matter the place. I read this morning in Genesis that God came to Abraham at age 99 and made a covenant with him. And I'm just thinking, man, like 65 year old football coach, it's a couple years from retiring. God can show up in his life the same way he does in a 22-year-old right out of college who's got his first gig as a graduate assistant. So um, you guys say it so well in that way. Yeah, I, and, you know, I, I want to just, before we go into our break here, Chris, we're going to come back and we're going to talk through this kind of this collaboration crisis, if you will, why we're not seeing. Yeah. That's more kind of outside of, you know, the specifics of this collaboration that we're working in. But you came to us and you said, listen, let's, let's practically speaking, here's what I want to do. I want to do, I want to have 20 mentorships, right? Yep. And, and so that's 40 people roughly, depending on what's one-to-one -one or micro group or whatever. But let's just say one mentor, one protege. I want to have 20 mentorships. So we've got 40 men out there uh, in the Mid-Atlantic and, and the Mid-Atlantic covers what? Pennsylvania, Maryland, Delaware, DC, yep. Virginia? New Jersey, Virginia. Yep. New Jersey, Virginia. Yep. So, um, you know, some people would be like, oh, well, only, only 20 mentorships. And in my mind, I'm like, that, that is, that could make a huge dent, um, on, on the communities and, and huge dent for the kingdom. You know, if, if all 20 proteges and all 20 mentors see this through, 
uh, what could happen in the faith of the lives of the lives in their faith, their family, their friends, their fitness, their finances, like just amazing things could happen. But maybe explain the specifics of what you came to me with. So I, I don't want to ruin it because you do a lot better of a job communicating yeah. details, but it was 20 mentorships. Yeah. Um, and, and you started to kind of make this list of time frame. maybe introduce this a little bit so that people on your side that might be listening, they're watching yeah. this, have an idea of what's coming and, and for everybody else as well. Yeah. So again, like we came to you with 20 mentorships and that wasn't a magic number. That was just, Hey, as we, as we kind of enter into this relationship, I think that's so important. We'll talk about collaboration a little better, but just clear parameters, you know, and you're going to collaborate, there's clear parameters here. And so we, you know, I put together an email and we sent it and then it, spurred some conversation between you myself and Brian. And, um, you know, that 20 was just a a way that, Hey, we have some clear parameters that these are the, this is where we're going to start. And we believe it's going to multiply. You know, we believe that hundreds of coaches are going to be in mentorship relationships over the next five years, but, but we're going to start in year one and we're going to have 20 and, and, and then we started laying out, okay, when do we launch this? You know, for our timeframe, it's great. Our fiscal year starts September 1, and, and we get together with all of our staff in the month of September. So all 200 staff come right here to Spooky Nook Sports, and we get the chance to be with them together. And, um, and we're going to roll that out right then with them that, hey, here's an opportunity that you have. And so it was, a, it was not only a win, 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 but it fit our schedule so well. And so now we have a 12-month window before we get back together as we look at our next fiscal year. Um, for these pro- mentors and protégés to go through this and for us to learn. And you and I have talked about what's next steps and we're obviously already casting um, the future and what that looks like. But the beauty is, is that with this 12-month cycle now, we're going to get these mentors, these protégés. And the hard thing with coaches is in-season and out-of-season matter. You know, in-season, there's a lot less time for the, uh, them to connect. But out-of-season, there's great opportunity. So we got some, you know, obviously some give and take with schedules. But we started laying that out. And, and we talked about, okay, what would it look like for us to – to, to co-brand some packaging to get some things in their hands, you know, so we have an FCA coaches Bible and, and, and things like that. And then obviously the mentorship guide and the books from Vince, which are phenomenal. And, and those things, you know, we get the chance now to get those in their hands um, and, and work alongside them walking alongside them through this time. And so we know coaches like gear. So we're talking about a FCA polo and a men of iron polo and a t-shirt that is co-branded that, that isn't about necessarily my organization or your organization, but what we can do. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of where I came to you and Brian. And then we kicked some things around and, and we've tweaked some things and, and, you know, I can't even go into all that, but it's been really cool to watch um, how our relationship has played out in this. And that's one of the things I wanted to say, you know, one of the reasons we love men of iron is because relationships really matter in, in collaboration. You know, we're gonna get into that after the call, but relationships really matter. And I have a high trust level with you and with Brian and, and Justin and all the guys over there. And I know you do as well with our staff. And so we have this great relationship that now we can work together. And when you tell me something that might hurt a little bit, it, I know it's for the better, right? And I know it's for the better of our organization. And I hope the same, you know, right back at you. So yeah, no, that's, that's good stuff. Well, hey, let's take a brief break here. I want to hear, uh, our, I want our listeners and viewers to kind of hear from Uh, our sponsor for this podcast, this episode. We also have a mentor minute. So viewers, listeners, take the next minute, check these things out. We'll be right back. Shout out to Brookside Brothers, today's sponsor of our podcast. Brookside Brothers are a full service residential remodeler serving the Lancaster PA area since 1999. These guys have tackled many jobs, big and small, and will work with you through the entire process to ensure you get the exact space that you've been dreaming of. Head on over to Instagram at brookside.brothers to check out some of their incredible projects. 
and you can go to brooksidebrothers.com for your next home project. Thanks, guys. Hey, men of iron, my name is Aaron Barnett, coming from the great city of Chicago, Illinois. I have the privilege and honor to be talking to you today on your Mentorship Minute. The question, however, has to be asked is, are you chasing a title or are you using a towel? See, Paul gives us something so convicting out of Philippians chapter three. He says, by no means do I count myself an expert in any of this. I've got my eye on a go where God is beckoning us and that's to Jesus. I'm off and running and I'm not looking back. See, I believe to be kingdom collaborators, we have to be people that pick up our towels more than we do chase our title. And I challenge you today is learn the ways and the rhythms of Jesus to pick up a towel today and serve someone. Be blessed. Have a great day. Welcome back to episode 54 of the Men of Iron podcast. We're talking kingdom collaboration with Chris Rich, VP of Field Ministry with FCA Mid-Atlantic. Chris, thanks for being on again. Hey, we spent the first half kind of introducing this this concept of uh, Men of Iron and FCA Mid-Atlantic starting to come together, link arms, and create a win-win-win, right? A win for Men of Iron, a win for FCA Mid-Atlantic, and a win for the kingdom. I want to talk through, though, man, because the the idea of collaboration, God has put it a, a burden on our heart And when I say our heart, I I really do mean as an organization, both at the staff level and board, uh, we really feel like God's calling us to be on the forefront of uh, this collaboration uh, movement. And I think there's a lot of talk about collaboration. There's been a lot of talk for a lot of years about collaboration in the kingdom. Um, I think it's going to a new level. I think people are understanding how difficult it really is uh, and the challenges it can present. But my experience, Chris, up until maybe the last 12 months, um, and, and even still now, the, the whoever's around the table with us right now, that table is not very large. Uh, it, it's a small number of people and small number of organizations that are really coming to the table to say, hey, we are willing to collaborate and we're willing to have the hard conversations. And so I, I, I want for our viewers and listeners out there, because I think a lot of them are the same demographic, they're in the same boat, they know deep down inside that there's a collaboration crisis. It's not happening. We are not being the body. And, and from a, from your perspective, leading an organization, being a man that's got a family, uh, you're married, you've got kids, you're leading the staff, you're leading an organization. Why are more believers and organizations, why aren't we seeing more collaboration? I mean, I think you said at the beginning, this might hurt a little bit, but I think we can't get out of our own lens. You know, our, our, we only can look through one lens. And so I think sometimes when God calls us, you know, and this takes, this takes really intentional time, you know, it takes some time to zoom out uh, and look at the big picture of the kingdom and not just look through our lens. You know, we, we say it all the time. There's, there's a lot of great sports ministries out there. I was actually doing some research this morning. Athletes in Action is doing an incredible um three-day online experience for athletes and coaches. And it's awesome. And I I was getting ready to sign up for it, you know, $59. Yeah. Take my money, please. This is awesome. Right. But I, I think too many times, you know, we start to just look at our thing. We get this business mindset that we have competitors, 
right? And so we, many of us, you know, have come out of business world. I, I worked for my dad who owned his own company. And, you know, you talk all the time about competitors and that's the world we hear, but that's not God's economy. God's economy is not that any of us as believers um, are competing with another believer, but, at, but in, at the end, it says that he owns the cattle on a thousand hills and that we are actually leaning in and working together um, because God's economy is not like our own. It's not like a business economy. So we sometimes take this business economy mindset and we try to put it into our sphere. And that's not what God wants. That's not what he wants at all. And, and I think that's where we start to get these, uh, this infighting. And you know what? Honestly, like, you know, and I, I say this and there's probably some pastors listening, but, but churches are culprits of this. You know, churches look across town and they're like, oh, look at that church. They're not preaching the right, you know, whatever. Um, and I think then that bleeds into everything else we do as believers. And we let the world dictate to us what we should be thinking and saying that business type economy that, yes, there are competitors out there in the business world. But in the kingdom, God flips that on its head and he says, no, the, 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 the greatest among you should be servants. You know, we need to serve other people as well. And so it, it starts individually in our own heart, um, really working through some of those really hard, hard issues. And look, man, like, I'm not going to tell you there's not some hard conversations that you and I have had that I'm like, ah, man, like I really think FCA should be on the front of this or whatever. It's like, right. no, Chris, you're, you, you need to grow up a little bit, get that out of your heart, work together. And so we have to tell ourselves that every day. Look, you and I are both the same. We're competitive and we're drivers. And so it, we have to put down our own pride every single day. And if we don't, we're not going to be able to collaborate. Yeah. And I, I will build off of that and just say, you know, like I said, I, I'm going off of experience because we've reached out to a lot of men's organizations in the past, right? Uh, we've reached out to a lot of churches in the past. And if I were to really say, like, be honest in some of those conversations. And of course, I don't know these people all the time when I'm talking to them. But if I were to really be honest and kind of call the baby ugly, if you will, like, well, no, you, you say you're about discipling your people, but, but you're not really doing that, right? Or you, you say you're about mentoring your people, but you, you're, you're not really doing that. Um, they run for the hills. And, and so that's what my experience has been is that people – aren't necessarily willing to hear that they're ugly, right? <laughs> like they, they're not really willing, willing to hear that. And, and I think I've seen that play out personally when it comes to collaboration. And because we've, he's been the first one that's really allowed this to happen. And we've been the first for him that's really allowed this to happen is with Vince. You know, I've realized now my eyes have been opened up after a year of working together on these 20 lessons of building man's, you know, faith and family. These, this series are part of our mentorship package now. Like, you, you, he gave a lot to us, right? He gave a lot to us as far as um, we got a lot for a little investment, right? Yep. Uh, financially, he invested a lot of time. We didn't invest a ton of money. We had a little bit in it. We had to pay for printing and things of that nature. However, Vince is like, hey, here's my gift. My gift is to write. Your gift is to get guys face to face. I've got to give a little to get a little, right? And so I want to see these benefit the kingdom. So you guys are a platform that is doing that. Um, but what's happened in over the past year is really like him saying, hey, I don't, I don't like this certain element of how we're doing this right now. Or I don't like this certain element of, of how you're acting right now. Or, you know, and, and us going back and maybe saying, hey, the, the deadline's past due, right? Like we're, our expectation's not being met here. Here's been the, the blessing in it all is it's like we've both kind of been able to look across the table and say, all right, man. Hey, let, let's just get it out. Like, let's just say what's going on here. Let's talk yeah. through that. 
And I'll tell you, my experience is that it's hard hearing those things sometimes because we do look at it through our lens. Yeah. We do look at it through, well, this is what needs to happen for men of iron. And Vince has kind of helped me reframe my mindset to say, no, 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 no. Let's not talk about what's best for men of iron. Let's talk about what's best for the kingdom. Let's talk about what's best to get to a man so that that man can get to Jesus, right? Like, let's talk through what's the best for that, not what's for the best of men of iron. And then I think we live in a culture right now too, Chris, particularly organizational culture that is really sensitive to uh, staying on mission. And, and mm-hmm. you and I both agree. We both know Peter Greer, like mission drift. Don't, don't go there. And yeah. so I think a lot of times collaboration can come in and people are like, nope, that's mission drift. That's not for our organization. When in reality, it actually may help strengthen your mission. Yeah. Uh, but people just aren't willing to go there. So I think the collaboration crisis it's a matter of logos. We think our logo is the best logo. We think our mission's the best mission. Yep. Yep. Uh, we've got egos in there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't think people are necessarily willing to throw those aside. That's one element. The, the second piece of that, though, is exactly what I just shared. And that is, I believe for collaboration to happen, if the, Bene- if the, win- if the kingdom is really going to win, mm-hmm. we should see iron sharpening iron. Yeah. You should be coming to men of iron and saying, we don't like this component of it, or we don't like this attitude of yours or vice versa. We're going to come back and say, Hey, that that's not how you should be doing that. You know why? Well, guess what? We've spent however many years figuring out problems for our organization and you've done the same thing. And we should be able to come to the table and say, listen, like I'm blown away. I'm blown away that there's other men's organizations out there that focus on mentoring that focus on discipleship. Yeah. And yet they don't want to get around the table and share ideas because I guarantee you they've probably solved problems that we haven't been able to solve yet. And if we can benefit from that, that's right. Great. (laughs) But, but that's where I think we have to understand is that we sometimes get into the tunnel vision that God's given us the only vision for coaches, right? Well, guess what? There's a lot of other people that he probably put that heartbeat into for coaches and athletes. Right. So I don't know what else we can add to that other than just being like, man, I don't know. It, it's an iron sharpening iron. You got to be willing to be called ugly every now and then and have some thick skin. And, and you got to look at it through, through the kingdom lens and not your organizational lens. Yeah. I mean, it's like you said, it, and, and you know, we chuckled about it, right. But that the baby's ugly, right. If I walked into your house right now and said, Hey Garrett, you know, Eden, like, ah, man, that baby's kind of ugly, right? Like, it would hurt. It would hurt deep because you hold that baby. You care for that baby in the night. You love it. We do the same thing with our organization. We're like, oh, this is my baby. You know, I created this or I'm leading this or my staff does this. And we, we hold it like a baby and, and we're married to it. We just think it's, you know, it's ours and, and it's not ours. None of it is ours. And I think that's what you have to remember in this collaboration is that, you know, we laughed about the ugly baby thing, but this ministry is not mine. This is God's ministry. And he uses me in it. And I have the opportunity to now uh, freely go and lead and, and, and in obviously step with his spirit. And you do the same with the men of iron. And when we stop thinking mine, 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 and we start thinking God's, well, then men of iron is God's. FCA is God's. Uh, the church is God's. And so we start to now think a lot differently. And so, you know, I read a parenting book one time by Paul Tripp and talked about, you know, that you are not the owner of your kids. You know, you're not the owner of them. Well, we're not the owner of this ministry either. And as God's spirit moves, yeah, it takes some humility. It takes laying our pride at the door. It takes some hard conversations. 
but it's not like holding your baby. It's not like holding that thing and yeah, like your kid's ugly. Like that's not what it's about. You know, it's about the fact that we don't own this thing, but we're just stewards of what God has given us and it's actually his. Yeah. Chris, I appreciate your time today, man. This has been an awesome conversation. I know it's a little bit of a different podcast for, for what we normally do. Um, but like I said earlier, we, we feel like God has kind of put us um, or is positioning us or preparing us to kind of be on, on the forefront of the collaboration piece. And you are one of the men around that table right now. And I can tell you there's you and maybe one or two other guys, uh, organizational leaders that are out there that are around that table. And that's why we want to do this. We want to let our advocates know and also let your advocates know that, hey, this is bigger than FCA. This is bigger than Men of Iron, right? Uh, we got to come together. And, and I think it's really good for our mentors and protégés to hear. It's good for your coaches and athletes to hear about this. Um, but I, I'm just super grateful. And, and I would ask anybody that's listening or watching, like be praying about this. Our, our goal together, both FCA Mid-Atlantic and Men of Iron is to roll this out in, in early September. And we've got some things that we've got to get figured out and uh, logistically and all that good stuff. But I, I feel like things are going to rock and roll and good things are going to happen. So uh, Chris, if you don't mind, I'm going to pray just very briefly for um, the coaches that are going to, uh, that God's going to bring through this uh, and let's pray for that. And then we'll wrap up our time together and get going. So God, we just pray a very simple prayer today. We pray for each uh, listener. We pray for each um, person that might be watching this right now, God. And we pray for each coach, Lord, that is going, their path is going to cross with this mentorship concept when it all started because your spirit breathed in to Chris Rich here, this idea of collaboration for mentorship for coaches. God, we pray for each coach right now that you begin to prepare their hearts and minds for this process. And Lord, we pray for multiplication and transformation to take place. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, Chris, thanks again, man. If you're listening and watching, make sure you share this. You can check this out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Facebook, all YouTube, you name it, it's there. Make sure you uh, take some time to listen and obviously share this. That helps us. And for more information on sponsoring the next Men of Iron podcast, go to menofiron.org backslash sponsor. Chris, have a great rest of your week, man. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Men of Iron podcast. To get started in a one-to-one -one or microgroup mentorship, go to menofiron.org.